Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Terrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, the 11th day of May, 2023. It's been a while since we took a look at ancient Jewish history. It's the 20th day of the month Eom in the year 5,783. According to their history, years date from creation. There's an ongoing feud between the King of France, the Knights Templar, and the Pope in the early 14th century. The Templars held much wealth and had loaned money to the King. That is big-time finance. To get out of paying what was owed, King Philip turned on the Templars, accusing them of heresies. The Pope tried to overrule but lacked the power. Between 1307 and 1314, the order was eradicated in France. On this day, 54 are burnt at the stake. The charges were trivial and trumped up. Robert Gray was an American sea captain. He was the first to explore the Pacific Northwest coast. In 1792, he discovers the Columbia River. Minnesota becomes the 32nd state in 1858. In the Civil War, there were hundreds of generals. One count puts the number at close to 560 for the Federals and 400 for the Confederates. The Southern Army seemed to have a few key generals that played very large roles. Thomas J. Jackson was one. Jeb Stuart was another. Both were killed in action, and their deaths greatly affected the effort and General Lee personally. Stuart was the cavalry commander under Lee in the Army of Northern Virginia, and as such played a very key role. In a clash of opposing cavalry units at Yellow Tavern, outside of Richmond, Virginia, Stuart was mortally wounded on this day in 1864. He was 31 years old. There were a lot of twists in the Civil War. Stuart's father-in-law was Federal Cavalry General Philip St. George Cook. Glacier National Park is created in 1910. It sits on the Canadian border in northwestern Montana and the eastern slopes of the Rocky Mountains. It's noted for its spectacular vistas and is sometimes promoted as the American Switzerland. Early promotion was carried out by the Great Northern Railroad, which was an easy mode of access for the public. Louis Eugene Walcott is born in New York City on this day. His mother was from Jamaica, and his father's background is not known. Walcott was central in the Nation of Islam movement in the 1960s. We do not consider Wikipedia to be a far right-wing source, and they use the terms black supremacist and anti-white. Lewis dropped the Walcott name decades ago in favor of something less white, and for a time used the name Lewis X, similar to Malcolm X, who was part of the same ideology. Today, the 90-year-old still makes the news from time to time, spewing his hateful, slanted ideology as Lewis Farrakhan. I'm quite certain the attraction to Islam is its more radical and violent side. The concepts just do not fit in any reasonable reading of Christian thought. If you want to know how biased our media is, note that Farrakhan gets a platform and anyone his polar opposite is universally derided. The tubeless tire is announced by B.F. Goodrich in 1947. The song Puff the Magic Dragon peaks at number two on the Billboard charts in 1963. Peter Yarrow wrote the actual lyrics and has maintained it has no intended drug references, as it was well before pot was common. 
Yarrow's inspiration was a poem written in 1955, which was inspired by the poem Custard the Dragon, which was written in 1935 by Ogden Nash. The Beatles released their last American single in 1970, It's the Long and Winding Road. Two years later, John Lennon claims his phone is being tapped by the FBI, giving the culture of the Bureau at the time and Lennon's counterculture persona that is a reasonable assertion. Team owner and media magnate Ted Turner manages the Atlanta Braves for one game in 1977. In the past, we've discussed the Oklahoma land rushes. That appears to be exactly what is staging on our southern border. Immigration policies that have prevented mass illegal invasions are set to expire at midnight. The commander-in-chief is refusing to take any action in the matter. It should be noted that border protection and general defense is a key and explicit function of the federal government. There is no moral ground or logical reasoning to allow our borders to be wide open. If you want a lesson in newspeak or pure propaganda, listen to the White House press briefings claim that the border is secure. Published estimates are 13,000 per day. That is what they are admitting to. You can rest assured the number is much higher. The question begs asking, why is this a partisan issue? The other question is, what assurance do we have that this flood, mostly but not exclusively from Central America, will bring people that want to adopt the American ideal and not infect it with the corruption that makes those regions undesirable? That's history and comment for the 11th day of May. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.